Your top stories on Blitz the Sauer. Atletico and Dortmund win at home in the Champions League. Results from the Rio Open in Brazil. No Temba Bavuma for T20 opener against Australia. Latest Super Rugby injury updates. And world-class field descents on Mexico. One would have to turn back the clock to the 2008-2009 UEFA Champions League campaign. For the last time, Atletico Madrid and Liverpool clashed a group stage match that ended in a one-all draw. Now the two squared off in the round of 16 and it wasn't too long ago when the Reds lifted their sixth European title inside the Estadio Metropolitano. Atletico were on the front foot from the get-go and inside the fourth minute they managed to breach the Reds' defence. Liverpool unable to clear their lines from a corner that allowed Saul Niguez to poke the ball past Alisson for the opener. Despite enjoying more than 70% of possession, the defending champions found it difficult to break down the Atletico defence, while at the other end, Alvaro Morata came close to making a 2-0. The Spaniards' slow-driving effort was kept out by Alisson. The Reds from Merseyside quickly turned defence into attack and a goalkeeping error by Jan Oblak allowed Liverpool to find the back of the net. However, Mohamed Salah's celebrations were cut short with the linesman's flag raised for offside. After the break, Salah should have bagged the equaliser after being left unmarked inside the penalty area. The Egyptian unfortunately could not steer his header on goal. It was Liverpool who were doing most of the attacking work during the second half but finding the target seemed to be a difficulty for the Premier League leaders. The Atletico defence managed to see of the Reds' attacking threat, claiming a narrow 1-0 victory while the defending champions have it all to play for at Anfield. Boasting one of Europe's most lethal young attacking combination, Borussia Dortmund welcomed French giants Paris Saint-Germain to the BVB Stadium for their first leg round of 16 counter in the UEFA Champions League. For the Brazilian club, it was a chance to try and break into the quarter-finals after being knocked out during the round of 16 in the last three seasons. PSG looked to bag the all-important away goal during the opening stages of the match and came close to doing so through a Neymar free kick with the Brazilian's effort going just wide of a diving Roman Berkey. Having tormented several teams in the Bundesliga, Erling Haaland and Jadon Sancho combined well inside the PSG penalty area. The English forward was unable to bend his shot pass and outstretch Kaylor Navas. It was Dortmund who were asking all the right questions of the PSG defence. Orlan this time driving into the 16-yard area only to hit the side netting. After a goalless opening half, PSG forward Kylian Mbappe brought the match to life after the break with two attempts on goal in quick succession. The French World Cup winner was kept at bay by Berkey who stood strong in goal. The breakthrough eventually came in the 70th minute and it went the way of the black and yellow. Rafael Guerrero's block shot fell in the path of Holland and the Norwegian made no mistake in scoring his ninth of the competition. The French champions wasted little time in drawing level. Mbappe weaving through the Dortmund backline to set up Neymar for a simple tap-in. With the away fans still celebrating, Dortmund replied in spectacular fashion. Holland! Oh, that's magnificent! Sensational! PSG remain in the hunt for yet another equaliser, the woodwork this time coming in between Neymar and a second goal. Dortmund managed to hold on for a 2-1 victory, much to the delight of the BVV fans, while PSG take an all-important away goal to the Parc de Brands for the second leg. 
Son Hyun-min was Tottenham's match winner at Aston Villa at the weekend with two goals to make it three straight Premier League wins for his side. A momentous day for the South Korean as he became the first Asian player ever to reach 50 Premier League goals. Little was known at the time of an arm injury Son picked up in the game, but now Jose Mourinho is resigned to losing one of his star players for the remainder of the season. If he plays one game or two games, it's because of he's very optimistic and it's because uh, I hope he's right. I hope he's right. But uh, in my mind, no. In my mind, I, I'm, I'm not thinking about that. With Tottenham in their best Premier League form for more than a year, the loss of Son is a huge setback as they chase a Champions League place. With Harry Kane also in danger of missing the rest of the season with a torn hamstring, it leaves Spurs short of their two main goal-scoring threats. Since Son made his debut in September 2015, Spurs have scored 336 Premier League goals. He and Kane have scored almost 50% of them. Kane has 112, while Son has 51. It's a massive blow for us, he's a... Uh... He's a top player and he's in such good form at the moment, especially off, off the back of the weekend. And, and um, you know, he, he brings more than just his goals to the team. It's a massive, a massive loss for us, but we've got, uh, we've got good enough players as well in the side who can, who can fill in and, and, uh, and hopefully still score, score enough goals and, and get assists for us. Spurs now only have Steven Bergwijn and Lucas Moura as fit senior forward players. Mourinho was clearly downbeat at his press conference today, using an analogy to explain how he feels about Spurs' progress and how injuries have affected his team. When we arrived, we were in the minus 12 floor. We got the stairs and we start climbing. But immediately in the beginning, the stairs, they broke. So we were in trouble. We found a way and we start going and going and going and when we are arriving somebody come and took the stairs away. Now we are with our arms in the balcony so we are going to be in that balcony fighting with everything that we, that we have. Mourinho's called on Tottenham's fans to rally around the team in the wake of the news about Son. He's well aware of how they'll feel as the season approaches its climax. The situation couldn't be worse in terms of, uh, of options. I think that is a very, very, very obvious uh, situation. There is nothing that we, can, that we can do. But we have to recover from broken hearts. It's advantage Atletico Madrid and Borussia Dortmund after their victories in the round of 16 UEFA Champions League. First leg drama continues when Tottenham welcome Leipzig to North London and Atalanta do battle against Valencia. Manchester City play host to West Ham United on Wednesday with the opportunity to move four points clear of third place Leicester in the Premier League standings. Having had a few days to digest the announcement that they face being banned from European competition for two years due to allegedly breaking financial regulations, City in theory have little to play for in the Premier League. With a 25-point gap to leaders Liverpool, the best they can realistically hope for is second position, leaving Pep Guardiola to put everything into winning trophies in three other competitions. Meanwhile, the Hammers know that avoiding defeat at the Etihad will be enough to move them above Aston Villa and out of the relegation zone on goal difference. I'm more than confident. I think the players here are capable. I think we've got uh, a good group. I think they're all fully aware of the situation we're in and the improvement we need to make to make sure we're not in the bottom three. 
and uh, I'm sure come the end we will do. The sides faced off in match week one in August last year in what was a far happier time for City. The defending champions cruised to a crushing 5-0 victory with Raheem Sterling netting a hat-trick. But here's Raheem Sterling on the hat-trick, slots it in beautifully. Goal number five, setting the seal on another wonderful afternoon for Manchester City. Manchester City play Premier League catch-up in more ways than one. They take on West Ham United in a match that was initially postponed due to a severe storm. Live action from the Etihad Stadium comes your way on Supersport. Brescia and Napoli kick off match day 25 of the Serie A. Juventus will be away at Spal, Lazio away to Genoa, while Inter Milan and Sampdoria round off the fixtures. Action from the Spanish top flight resumes when Real Betis face Mallorca. The drama then spills into the weekend. Barca take on Eibar, Real Madrid meet Levante and Atletico go toe-to-toe with Villarreal. Spain's World Cup winning goalkeeper Iker Casillas has announced his retirement from football, hanging up his gloves as one of the most decorated stoppers of all time. The 38-year-old hasn't played for Portuguese side FC Porto since April 2019, after he had a heart attack during training in May. Casillas made his name at Real Madrid, where he made 725 appearances and helped them win three Champions League and five La Liga titles. He led Spain to victory in the 2010 World Cup and won two successive European Championships in 2008 and 2012. His next career move is already known. On Monday, Casillas confirmed his intention to run for the presidency of the Spanish Football Federation. The Nigeria Football Federation has defended the choice of Joseph Yabo as assistant coach of the senior national team following a huge public outcry over his appointment. The 39-year-old former captain replaces Imama Amapakabo and is expected to work with manager Gernot Rohr as third in command. While many fans and sections of the media questioned the decision, NFF President Amaju Pinnock said that Yabo was the perfect candidate given his experience and proven leadership qualities. Yabo is his country's second most capped player winning the first of his 100 caps for Nigeria against Zambia in 2001. Bidvest Wits continue to play catch-up in the APSA Premiership as they face Highlands Park at home. The students suffered a blip last week with a 1-0 defeat to Maritzburg United, but bounced back with a 1-0 win over Baroka. The Lions of the North are themselves on a high, having beaten Bloomfield and Celtic 2-0 in their last outing, which was a crucial fixture in their race for a top-eight finish. Absa Premiership action continues with Maulody Sundowns hosting Bloemfontein Celtic, while Bidvest Vits will welcome Highlands Park. You can follow the action live on your World of Champions. Green Buffaloes and Red Arrows opened the next round of Zambia Super Division action, while Zanako and Boltcon will also lock horns. This will be followed by Napsa Stars taking on Zesco United, and you can catch all the action live on Supersport. Action from the Glad Africa Championship is definitely heating up. Keep up with all the latest on your World of Champions.
first round action from the Rio Open resumed in Brazil as fifth seed Bonacharic met Juan Ignacio Londero, the world number 32 against the world number 61. Despite his superior ranking, Charic struggled to get past the Argentine, who held his serve well in the battle, forcing a tiebreaker. The Croatian finally came into his own in the breaker, taking it 7-5 for the set. Londero needed medical attention after the set, struggling with his shoulder. He managed to resume the battle, but the damage was evident as Charic won the first four games of the set. Londero's shoulder improved as the battle went on, and he miraculously pulled himself back into the battle. 5-5. Charic dug deep after that, determined to seal the win in straight sets. He won the next two games to confirm the victory, surviving the first round scare to advance to the second.